Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. But let's check out today's podcast. Yes, good evening, friends. Good evening, everybody. Man, I'm excited to be uh, starting this journey uh, tonight with uh, y'all. Man, I love Grace in the Marketplace. Let's see. I think I have a book over here in the library. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I found one. Uh, my producers here are showing me that I have a, a few of them stacked up. Uh, Grace in the Marketplace, this is a book that I wrote uh, many years ago. It's now many years ago. Uh, and man, we're talking about uh, God's grace for his children for the marketplace. That's what we're going to be talking about. And man, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I always get excited when we talk about God's grace for the marketplace because God has so much for his children when it comes to the marketplace. Uh, God wants you and I to prosper and... Uh, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 4, verse 20, it says this about the kingdom of God. It says the kingdom of God uh, is not in fancy talk. The kingdom of God uh, is in power. And that word power is, is, you know, not what many people think. It's not talking about, you know, when the preacher lays hands on you and then you start shaking, you know, violently and all the other stuff that happens. Uh, and, and those things are real and they have their place. But when he says in 1 Corinthians 4.20 uh, that the kingdom of God is not in fancy talk, but it is in, in power, that word power there is talking about it is in, in our ability to produce results. And that's what grace in the marketplace really is about. It's God's favor. It is God's grace that he has bestowed upon all of us as his children uh, to help us become fruitful, really, to help us uh, live lives of uh, our lives in a place of results. God wants us to get, you know, some results. Uh, and and uh, sorry about that. God wants us to get some results. And, uh, and, and, and the way we do that is by taking advantage of this grace uh, that's available for us. Matthew chapter number 7 from verse 16 to 17 this is jesus speaking he's talking about you know false prophets and i believe the saying can be used for the true prophets he said when you start to assess people uh he said this statement and i think it's a radical statement he said you will know them by their fruits he says, do men gather grapes from uh, thorn bushes or figs from thistles? In other words, he's saying, you know, uh, apples don't grow on thorn trees. You know, neither do uh, uh, thorns grow on apple trees. So uh, good trees bear good fruit and bad trees uh, bear bad fruit. And so if we're going to convince the world about this message of the gospel, about uh, what God has done for us and what he intends uh, to do with, you know, the rest of the world, uh, his children. If we're going to convince them, we really have to be intentional about getting results, about being fruitful, you know. And how do you become fruitful? Uh, the, the, you, you become fruitful by staying the course. You know, the goal of this podcast is uh, 
for us one day in 10 years time when we sit back and, and look back I want you to be able to say man thank God I tuned into that show thank God on that Wednesday night I tuned into that broadcast because I took something from that broadcast that I was able uh, to apply in my life consistently that's the key I was able to apply it in my life consistently I didn't get tired I didn't grow weary I applied it in my life I applied it in my job I applied it in in in, in whatever I found my hands to do you know that thing uh, I, I began to apply myself and because of that I, I literally changed the course of my life and so that's what we you know going to be talking about you know and 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 Luke 16 verse 10 is our foundation today we're going to talk a little bit about how uh, to to get promoted at work we're going to talk a little bit about how to step out and start your own business the principles and the things and the ingredients uh, that you are going to need and uh, you may be asking what qualifies me to talk about this yeah, I'm a little different from most pastors because my background is marketplace you know I, I spend a lot of time in the marketplace I graduated uh, 2002 and straight away I went into the marketplace even though I was doing uh, ministry part-time uh, I enjoyed my time in the marketplace and I spent a lot of time in the marketplace I only went uh, full-time in ministry only in 2016 but uh you know for the rest of the, the the time I was in the marketplace you know working a job and making moves really uh, that's what we were doing and so when I graduated in 2002 I, I got a job in sales and I, I worked at a company called Nestle in sales and uh, spent some time there and then I went and I worked for uh, I went and I worked for for another company uh, called it's for the gate I went and I worked for for another company called uh, uh, Kodak we did pictures and so on and so forth and then I worked for another company called NetOne we did telecoms and then I went and I worked for another company called Kodak and we did engineering so I have a little bit of experience in the marketplace and so on and so forth and so we're gonna be sharing about those things and I see someone here said uh, I need the book this is Nolita and uh, you can get a free copy of this book actually we're gonna be offering a free copy of this book grace in the marketplace but not the physical copy because it took us uh, uh, resources to get the physical copy done but you can get an ebook free of charge all you have to do is to send us an email admin at faithhillchurch.co.za and we'll be sure to send you this book and so Luke 16 verse 10 this is what it says in Luke 16, verse 10. He says, this is Jesus speaking, right? He's giving us what I like to call the ingredients to a successful life, to a fruitful life, to a life of results. And he says this. He says, he that is faithful in that which is least is also faithful in much. And he that is unjust in the least is also unjust uh, in much. A lot of people uh, struggle with this principle because, you know, little is looked down on. Uh, little is not seen uh, at its fullest potential. And so when, when young people usually graduate from, from college and they get a job, uh, you know, uh, they get a job to, to at an entry-level position. And uh, because of that, they sometimes don't practice faithfulness because uh, their desire and their goal is to, you know, shoot for the top. And because of that, uh, they miss out on this opportunity uh, to then be given much so that they can be faithful at a bigger stage. If you don't learn how to be faithful uh, with little things, with a small business, uh, with a small idea that God has given you, Zechariah 3.10 
uh, or 410, I believe it says that, do not despise the days of small beginnings. Every business that you see in the world started off uh, as a small business. And uh, the owner or the, the, the whoever the founder was had to practice faithfulness in that little uh, business before they and during that period really uh, what it teaches you is to learn how to swim upstream that's what life is about all good things unfortunately uh, are upstream and and uh, uh, they are not upstream because god puts them up there they are upstream because uh, it goes against our natural inclination to practice these things it's going to take some effort to be faithful with small things it's going to take some thinking it's going to take some applying yourself uh, to be faithful over little things and uh, unfortunately a lot of people quit on small you know, they get a small uh, responsibility at work to look after a team of five or they get a small business, uh, a weekend business. And they, they, they you know, they, because it's not what they want it to be, it's not what they have imagined it to be, they quickly give up on that dream. And uh, because of that, they miss out on the opportunity to be promoted so that they can be faithful at a bigger, bigger level. I'm going to be sharing some of my personal stories on these principles uh, that will show you how important it is uh, to, be, to be faithful. Uh, but verse 11 here, Jesus then takes us to the next uh, stage of faithfulness. Once you've learned how to be faithful with, with, with little, with small, uh, in, in verse 11, Jesus then says, If therefore you have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust true riches? So we've got to learn how to manage money before money manages us. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You've got to learn how to manage money before money manages you. What I mean by that is if you don't learn how to be on top of money, if you don't learn how to be uh, uh, the boss in your relationship with money, if you don't learn how to uh, uh, tell money what to do and instruct it, money will begin to speak to you. And sometimes money can become the loudest voice in your life. And you never want to be in a place where money is the loudest voice uh, in your life. And, and increase really comes through learning how to manage money, learning how to you know manage finances. Uh, when the COVID-19 hit, you know, my wife and I, we had our uh, 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 financial goals. We always have financial goals for the year. And uh, to 2020, one of our financial goals was to pay off one of our properties, investment property, uh, uh, that we, we, we were owing a little bit on. And so that was our goal. And so we were putting every penny that we get, extra money that we get, we were putting it towards that. But we had a big uh, payday that we were anticipating from one of our projects and uh, because COVID hit you know the month of March came and the the big uh, payment that we were expecting never showed up <laughs> it never came and I remember I was looking at my wife saying man uh, 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 this is going to throw us off. I don't know if we'll be able to pay off this this property. And the reason we wanted to do that was because we wanted to invest in another property uh, off-grid type deal uh, with uh, solar panels and boreholes. And it's kind of like a new concept in the city uh, out in Lanceria. And we went, we looked at it, and we were excited about that. And we wanted to go into that. And so we needed to get this property off our books in terms of you know monthly uh, repayments so we can get on the... And this property of our desire, which we believed God was really uh, putting in our hearts to go in that direction. And then, boom, 
you know, the big uh, payment didn't come. And so we looked at each other. What are we going to do? But again, this principle is very, very powerful. It says uh, that if you have not, if you have not been faithful in unrighteous money, who will you commit to your trust through riches? So there's a promotion whenever we are faithful with money. And so what we decided was we were not going to be uh, governed by money. We were not going to be depressed because that big payday didn't come as we anticipated. I mean, natural things happened and there was disruptions. And so we decided hey what we're gonna do is we're gonna continue being faithful we're gonna continue giving we're gonna continue uh, 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 you know normal and we're gonna be we're gonna be joyful so we're not doing this uh, as some sort of sacrifice and pain and oh man we just have to slave through it we you've got to maintain a godly attitude while you're going through these things and so we decided hey we're gonna stay sober and because of that uh, I think it was in the month the month of June right we got a call it was in the month of June June, my wife is yes so she she's giving me some of the facts we got a call it may have been may actually it was it was yeah you only started we only started working on that project in june and so you know someone reached out to us and they said hey listen we have an opportunity for you and this is uh uh what the job entails uh, you know consulting work and so on and so forth and we were excited about it and uh we were expecting it to give us just a little uh, extra income uh for the weekend you know like a side gig side gig just to be able to buy lunch and so on and so forth but god surprised us when the person then made an offer they said man i want to pay you this this much and uh, we looked at each other and they were apologizing this is how awesome god is they were apologizing when they when they gave us that figure and we looked at each other and we were thinking oh man that's a lot of money and before the conversation was finished they even doubled it right they doubled it and, and increased it some more and they said man actually i'm gonna increase it and this is what i'm gonna pay you and so we began our work with this uh, international uh, business and we started consulting for them it's an international firm in america and we started consulting for them and doing all this uh, work for them and the payday that we didn't get in March uh, that we were, you know, uh, 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 going to be depressed about if we didn't know these truths uh, didn't really throw us off because then this deal came and covered that ground and that hole and we were able to pay off that property and now we are looking to invest that, that, that money into other things. And so as you run your finances, there is a system of running your finances you know you don't you don't uh 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 i think it's time for the next volume of grace in the marketplace that was gavin flanagan is the producer right at uh, at uh at, at faith tv and i'm going to share a story about gavin and our relationship and what the lord has has done through through our relationship man we love you gavin uh shout out to florida we, we we're gonna see you real soon we're coming up to the states in june so we're looking forward to uh, seeing you guys and spending some time with you guys but here's the deal guys the the deal is if you manage your uh, uh if you're faithful with your finances god will bring the increase you just got to learn to be faithful and here i must say the word faithfulness also connotes uh, a long period of time you can't be faithful over a weekend you've got to be faithful over a long period of time when you make a commitment that you're going to be you're going to stay the course that's what you do so my mentor one of my mentors billy Apart, is the one who introduced us to some of these financial principles he says this. He says uh, uh, 80% of, of, of the money that comes in, right, it, it, it goes towards your living expenses. The, so if you get a salary, 80% of that should go towards the living e expenses. And then 10% uh, of that goes to the Lord. It's common knowledge. And then another 10% must be invested. So you can invest that into 
either quickly trying to pay off your your mortgage quickly trying to pay off your car uh you shouldn't be buying you know expensive cars on credit anyway but but if you do and if you already got one hey just work on being faithful in paying it off uh, uh, sooner than the, the time that you're supposed to pay it off. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to be back in two minutes, and uh, we're going to be talking some more about uh, how you and I uh, can be faithful. Man, I'm excited. Do not touch the dial. You want to share this broadcast? Let somebody know that it's happening, Grace in the Marketplace. Yes, praise the Lord. Man, I'm back. Grace in the Marketplace and uh man we were looking at luke 16 verse 10 that's what we were looking at we were looking at this word uh faithfulness that's the word we we're looking at you know being faithful jesus is instructing his disciples really on what i like to call the formula to success a lot of people don't realize this but jesus had a lot of insight on favor he had a lot of insight on the marketplace he had a lot of insight on on, on on business a lot of people don't realize that jesus was a master in business and he actually taught on uh, a lot on money and how to handle money more than he did heaven and hell more than he did uh, you know uh, uh, sin and and the sin issue and things of that nature he taught a lot about money and about you know how to uh, 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 get into these these principles so it's very important very 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 important that we start to go into the marketplace uh, from Jesus perspective and so we were reading here Luke 16 uh, verse 10 and uh, in Luke 16 verse 10 uh, Jesus started off by saying he that is faithful in the little uh, is also faithful in much and he goes on to say that he that is unjust in the little is also unjust uh, in much and we talked a little bit about that about how we we need to practice faithfulness in small things and I believe the reason is because then we are less accountable. I mean, if you don't learn how to be, uh, if you're going to learn how to be faithful with trillions, that's way too risky. So God is going to get you to learn how to be faithful with a hundred bucks. And uh, he goes on to say something else. Uh, he says, if therefore you have not been faithful with unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And so the way we handle money really has to have some faithfulness in it. Uh, part of, you know, the challenge of our generation is we just don't know how to handle money. And uh, money is not just for you to spend it all on yourself. Money is for you to give. That's number one. But money really is for you to build a legacy and to so that you can leave an inheritance for your children's children. And you 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 can't do that by spending everything that comes in. And so. <clears throat> Again, the formula that I gave you earlier on was, you know, 80% goes to your living expenses, that's your rent, mortgage, uh, your, your car payment, your cell phone payment, if you have all of those things. Uh, but you don't really need uh, a new car every time they change the, the face of the car. You're, you're trying to get a facelift and every time they change the cell phone, you, you know, but the one you have still works and you're just going to get it. No, you don't need any of that. And so if your living expenses, trying to minimize them as, as much as you can without, you know, being frugal without you know being uh, uh, just cheap you know you you don't want to be cheap you still need to be able to go out and eat and you know spend time on your on your spouse and your family is very important but the 20 percent that you 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 
you you live out 10% you give to God your offerings come from your living expenses but there's another 10% that you must invest into your future and that goes directly uh, to your investment for your children's children it could be paying extra for your mortgage so you can get that uh, over and done with uh, like the sh- testimony I was sharing with you uh, about uh, my wife and I that we wanted to uh, get this property paid off so we can get another property man there's no limit to what you can do with God when you learn how to be faithful in these things but you always got to think about the future so Jesus said those who learn how to be faithful with money uh, they get a brighter future they get a bigger future amen and verse 12 he says and if you have not been faithful uh, in that which is another man's. This is a big one. I, I call this the the golden key to promotion. This this man, if you're listening, this is going to bless you. Uh, he says, if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall commit to your trust uh, the, the true riches, right? Uh, if you have not been uh, faithful with that which is another man's, who shall give to you that which is your own? Sorry, I, I, I messed that up. If you have not been faithful with that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? This is a powerful principle. Let's think about it. So God, literally what he's doing here is he's taking your focus uh, from what is your own quote-unquote so that you can focus on what he calls another man's and that's the way you you grow in business you don't grow in business by chasing your dream i know you know this generation has been taught a lot about chase your own dream if you want to really grow and uh, get god to open you doors of opportunity for what you have to grow you're gonna have to make a commitment to uh be faithful in that which is another man's that which belongs to somebody else now we as a ministry faith church it's no secret we are very passionate we are very faithful about other ministries out there and sometimes i've been accused of being too committed and too passionate about other ministries out there than I am uh, our own. And I do that intentionally. I know the reason I'm doing that int- intentionally is because it's the only way you're going to get growth in your own ministry. It's not to focus on it. Because sometimes when you focus on it too much, uh, you can actually uh, become consumed in it and it can become a little God that you worship. And so to to, to uh, uh, the remedy for that, the, 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 the way to, to, to deal with that is to uh, focus on something that belongs to somebody else. Now, if you are in business you may ask how do i do that i think it was pastor henry he posted something about giving there's no limits and so on and so forth the way you do that if you're in business is you start creating other little opportunities i call them auxiliary opportunities in the value chain for other businesses you don't have to own the entire value chain you don't have to be the farmer that you know makes the cotton and then the be the own the 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 the, the factory that you know uh, turns the cotton into fabric and then own a, a clothes label you go boss and then own a retail store no you don't have to own the entire chain if that's your mindset if you want to own the entire chain man you're gonna you're gonna miss out on the blessing of uh, uh helping somebody else even in the marketplace they know i'm gonna focus on making the cotton and i will make this cotton the way Hugo boss wants it and Hugo uh, boss is not even gonna make the fabric you know a lot of you don't realize it's gonna go to somebody else who will say okay i'm gonna make the fabric the 
way you want it, 20% polyester, 10% cotton, and 5% this and that. And I'm going to send you the fabric, and then you go, boss, I'm going to say, hey, we're going to design. Uh, that's our job to design, and then we're going to send it to someone else who's going to put it together. And so you see it's teamwork, and 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 the way you, you, you really get your business to grow is to be committed to somebody else's business. Banks are starting to catch on this dream that our job is not just to take this business's money, but our job is to make sure that these businesses thrive. And so banks, you know, you have people who are bankers going in and helping people with strategy uh, to keep the business afloat. And, and you think, man, I shouldn't be doing that. They're going extra because they want to focus on somebody else's dream that makes their dream come alive. Now, the problem we have is we have little journeys. We have little, uh, uh, you know, uh, influence. They have little. Everything is little about them. They don't want to commit to somebody else's vision. They don't want to help somebody else in the value chain. And because of that, they stay little. The only way you grow is by making a commitment. So let me give you another example. If if my job is to, if I'm Apple, for example, I'm not going to make the chips. They're going to get the chips from Intel. They used to get the chips from Intel. And they I don't know if they get the chips somewhere else these days. The M1, they probably do. And But I'm going to get the chip from Intel. I'm going to get the screen from somebody else. And I'm going to get this. And Intel are going to make those chips to support uh, Apple. They're committing and being faithful about what belongs to somebody else to make their dream come alive. That's how the business world works. And similarly, you can apply these principles in your career. You need to be committed to your boss's dream. You need to be committed to your team leader's dream. And you need to have honor for them to a point where you're saying, you know what, I'm excited about, about this dream that they have. I'm excited about making them shine. You know, uh, when you start getting excited about making somebody else shine and not just getting shine for yourself, now you're ready for God to bring you uh, into your own. I remember picking up uh, Ashley and Carly. This is going to be my last story I'm going to share and then we'll wrap it up. I remember picking up Ashley and Carly Terrades from the airport for the first time and we started talking and connecting and so on and so forth and uh, as we were connecting and becoming friends they said this to me they said you know Tavara there's something different about you I said what do you mean they said man you genuinely uh, want this relationship to work I said what do you mean they said unfortunately we meet a lot of people who just want to use us as a stepping stone to meet other people so they know that they're connected to this minister or that minister and so they don't want really they don't want to be friends with them they just want to use them as a stepping stone to get to where they want to. And any great leader can see through that kind of stuff. I call it fake honor, where someone is trying to, you know, fake honor you just so they can get to where they want to be, where they have a personal ambition to use, uh, you know, what you're doing or the influence that God has given you so that they can drive it into their own personal ambition. It happens at work. You know, uh, people who join a team and uh, work in that team, not really because that they, they are fired up about their bosses dream they don't want their it's not because they are excited about getting their boss to meet his uh, KPIs no it's because they want to use their boss uh, to get to you know a promotion or whatever and unfortunately anyone who's been in leadership for a long time can see through that stuff they can see through the the fake honor and and my advice to you is don't do it if you don't genuinely feel that you have developed a culture of honor for your boss for uh, you know someone else that you you're working in right now if you can't really commit and be on 
you know, honorable and honor it, you know, and give it your best. Amen. Uh, you actually shortchanging yourself. That's what you're doing. You're shortchanging yourself. And so my advice is this. Uh, be faithful with that which belongs to somebody else. Uh, when you're running your own business, uh, uh, you know, if you're running tomatoes, be faithful about uh, bringing the best tomatoes for the restaurant that you supply. And be so faithful that you do it on time. Uh, you do it with the best uh, tomatoes that you supply. So that that restaurant, when they cut those tomatoes and put them in a salad, it's going to be the best salad in Johannesburg. And the person who eat that salad will support the restaurant. While the restaurant supports you, it's just it's just common sense, right? Jesus is sharing common sense, stuff that we should know. Uh, but a lot of people get it twisted because of personal ambition, this crazy drive that just drives them. Oh, I want to do it myself. I'm my own kingdom. I'm my own mountain. And usually they struggle, struggle, struggle. And so this thing Things, man, we've seen them at Faith You Church. We've seen them uh, in our own personal lives, and and because we are so committed to other people's vision uh, as Faith You, you know, my wife and I, we had. I mean, we, we go crazy. We go gung-ho when it comes to these different ministries that we work with. In fact, last Friday, I got a call from uh, the director of Caris in Johannesburg, and they were saying, man, we have, uh, they've kicked us out of a venue or whatever, you know, what was happening there, and we, we need to get another venue for the weekend. And I took it personally. I took it, I took it upon myself to make sure that we're going to get that venue for the weekend. And, you know, we ended up referring them to some of the people that we knew, and they were able to... Uh, uh, have their uh, school there and that's what you must do uh, with other people's vision you have to be excited about other people's vision when you do that God will send you people that are going to be excited about your vision and that's exactly what's happened with Faith Hill Church man I cannot tell you internationally how many people you know market us out there I cannot tell you internationally how many partners God has sent uh, who give towards the ministry who get excited about this ministry and the way it happens is while we are focusing there God gets people to focus here you can't just be all about yourself and focus Focus on yourself because when you do, uh, you make a little smaller yana box, okay? And so, man, this was Grace in the Marketplace. First week, we were talking about how you can go to the next level. And man, I have to quit because I'm out of time. This is a 30 minute show. And so, come back next week. We are going to have tons of fun. Love you guys. God bless you. Until next week, bye bye.